I'm Aubrey Henderson. I'm a recovering people pleaser turned self-worth coach, here to help you befriend your inner critic, break up with people pleasing, and reconnect with your desire. Every week, I share my answers to your questions, live coaching sessions, interviews, and more to help you reconnect with your self-worth. Have you ever felt stuck in your life and just needed a really fucking good pep talk? Well, babe, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Ask Aubrey. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, babes, welcome to this week's episode. Last week on the podcast, I talked about what it's like when you just want to feel chosen and how for so many of us, we really long for that feeling of being chosen or pursued or prioritized by important people in our lives and, you know, what it can feel like to long for that and how often that leads us to sort of abandon or betray our own needs or ourselves in the process, right? And we sort of deprioritize ourselves or we we don't choose ourselves in the hopes that someone else will choose us. And after listening to that podcast, a lot of folks, um, you know, listened to it and heard me say, you know, it's really important that, you know, we're not seeking other people choosing us or approving of us if it means that we are not choosing ourselves. And it's really important to choose yourself for you to be actively choosing yourself, right? If you long to feel chosen. And several people wrote to me or reached out to me in some capacity and said, Aubrey, that's great. Love that notion. Uh, But what does that actually look like in practice, right? What does it look like to actually choose myself? And a couple people suggested, you know, maybe you do a podcast episode just specifically about that. And, you know, it's been a second since I have recorded a new um, meditation. And I thought, you know, this week could be a great, um, you know, space for me not only to address this sort of question of how, how do I center, you know, the practice of choosing myself and how do I actually live that out, choosing myself, um, and build that into a meditation. And so that is what I'm going to share with you today. Um, I really hope you enjoy it. I hope it is meaningful to you. And, you know, I hope that you listen to this and not only feel, you know, more mindful, more centered, more relaxed as, you know, is often the goal with um, my meditations, but also that it offers you a moment of reflection and, you know, some tangible ways to practice choosing yourself. So please enjoy that. And... Here we go. So to begin, just meet me in a comfortable position. Whether you are seated, whether you're lying down, maybe you are standing, maybe you are, you know, walking, commuting, (laughs) Whatever it is that you're doing, get your body into a comfortable position where, you know, you are able to really ground yourself and connect with whatever's underneath you, whether that is a bed, a sofa, a chair, the ground, right? Feeling a sense of connectedness to the earth below you, whatever is underneath you, and really getting present in your body. And you're going to begin just by breathing deeply and noticing the quality of your breath. (sighs) 
And as you begin to notice your breath, I want you to start to intentionally breathe deeply in through your nose. And then sigh that breath out through your mouth. And ideally, you're able to hear the breath, especially when it's coming out through your mouth, right? So breathing deeply in through your nose. And sighing that breath out through your mouth. And this is the breath that you're going to continue throughout this meditation, right? And, you know, using that breath to connect with your body, right? So if you're able, you might want to place a hand either on your chest, uh, maybe a hand on your belly, perhaps both. I sometimes like to do both. It feels nice. But, you know, just to be able to connect with the breath and feel how it moves through your body, right? So as you're breathing in through your nose, you'll feel your chest and your belly expand with that air as you breathe it in. Hold it there for a second and then sigh that out through your mouth and you'll feel your chest and your belly sort of begin to collapse in a bit as that air leaves your body, making room for more fresh air on your next inhale. Breath in through your nose and out through the mouth. And you'll continue to breathe here. What I want you to do is really, you know, as you get connected with your body and your breath, as you're able to get present in this moment, I would invite you to imagine a scenario where you did not choose yourself. A scenario where you have not chosen yourself, right? This could be something that is a very specific memory that's happened in your past, right? This could be something that is sort of a theme in your life, but somewhere where you know that you did not choose yourself in that moment. Because as I'm inviting you to think about what it would look like to choose yourself, and if that's an open question that you have, right, is what what does this even mean to choose myself? I often would invite you to first think about the opposite. I think for many of us, it's a lot easier to think about a scenario where we didn't choose ourselves, right? That could be a time when you abandoned or, you know, pushed down your own needs or your own desires to do what someone else wanted, right? This could be a time that you pretended to be different than you were in order to fit in or to seek someone else's approval or to avoid conflict, right? It could be a moment when you agreed to do something that you really didn't want to do, something that really violated a boundary for you, something that you know, you didn't feel okay with or you didn't really want to do, but you felt that you had to do, right? I want you to call to mind one of these moments, a moment that you didn't choose yourself. And as you picture this moment, I want you to notice the feelings that come up in your body. And these look different for everyone, but you know, noticing, does the quality of your breath change? Do you start breathing more shallow, maybe breathing faster? 
Notice your heartbeat. Does your heart start to race? Pay attention to your mood. If that maybe takes a dip in thinking about a time that you weren't choosing yourself. Sometimes that can bring sadness. Sometimes it can bring up anger. Noticing the feelings that come up. Maybe there's some, sometimes we have a feeling in the pit of our stomach when we think about times like that where we wish we could have chosen differently. We wish something had been different. Noticing the feelings that come up for you. We know what it's like to not choose ourselves, right? And so often, we actually make that choice not to choose ourselves in an effort to get someone else to choose us, right? In an effort to get chosen, in an effort to be pursued, to be prioritized, for someone else to notice and pay attention. We don't choose ourselves because we are so desperate, because we long so much to feel worthy for someone else. To feel like what we're doing is okay for someone else, to make a situation comfortable for someone else. And we see how we can betray ourselves in that process. Whatever this memory is for you, there's a reason you've called it to mind. It's stuck with you. So as you remember that, as you remember what it felt like not to choose yourself, what it feels like to think about it now, I would invite you to think about how that situation might have looked different if you had chosen yourself how that situation might have looked different if you had decided that what the other people in that scenario needed what you know whatever it was that you were trying to prove or demonstrate right whatever conflict that you were trying to avoid whatever you know negative opinions from others you were trying to avoid What if you decided that that was less important than you making sure that your needs were met, than you making sure that your voice was heard, than you making sure that the things that you wanted were expressed and mattered? What would it have looked like for you to say, what I need is important? What would it have looked like for you to say, Yes, I want this person to like me. Yes, I want this other person or these other people to be okay in this situation, but I need to look out for me too. What would it have looked like to make a scary choice in that moment and say, I'm going to prioritize me? How could that situation have been different? And maybe it couldn't have been different, right? I realize everyone who's listening to this will have a different story that comes to mind for you with a different set of, set of circumstances, right? And maybe it wasn't safe for you to choose yourself. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes we're put into positions where 
we have no choice but to bend to the needs of other people because our safety is at risk, right? Whether that's physical safety, emotional safety, sometimes we're put in positions and that's, that isn't fair. That's awful. And it's also the reality for some of us, right? But I want you to imagine if you could have, and you deserve that. You deserve to be able to name your needs without fear. You deserve to be able to express what it is that you want. You deserve to be able to speak up for yourself with no fear. And whether that's fear for your safety, like we're talking about, whether that's fear that you're going to be ridiculed, whether that's fear that someone else isn't going to understand. Choosing yourself when it comes down to it, it looks different for everybody in every situation, but choosing yourself is the act of recognizing that the things that you need, the things that you want, the things that feel good or okay for you are important, that they are worth naming, that they are not too much, that you are not high maintenance for naming those needs, that you are not too needy, that you are not crazy, that those needs are worth expressing, that the things that you want are worth naming and putting out there. Choosing yourself means that just because something is comfortable for another person, just because something makes another person's life easy, that does not mean that it is the best thing for you. That doesn't mean that it is a healthy choice for you. That doesn't mean it is a loving choice for yourself. Choosing yourself is listening to that voice within you that sometimes we push it down so far that we stop being able to hear it, right? But that little voice within you that says, hmm, something's not right about this. That when we're going to make a decision and we feel that feeling in the pit of our stomach that something isn't quite right, And so often we ignore that voice, right? And when you start to ignore that voice over time, it gets quieter. And when we get used to ignoring it, we can lose our ability to hear it and we have to listen a lot more closely and we have to pay a lot more attention. And so if that's you, choosing yourself might look like having a moment when, you know, you are asked to do something or someone is asking something of you and you just give yourself a second instead of responding right away and saying, yes, of course I'll do that for you or yes, of course I'll deprioritize this thing for myself in order to meet a need for you. You give yourself a second to pause and to listen for that voice. And maybe it's taking a second to close your eyes and take a few deep breaths and listen to your body. Do you have a feeling of dread in the pit of your stomach, right? Are you anxious and sweaty and is your heart racing just thinking about this request that they're making of you? Those are ways that voice can express itself. Is there a voice inside of you saying, no, I don't want to do this or no, this doesn't feel right for me or this isn't okay with me? 
And maybe that voice is loud. Maybe, maybe you haven't silenced the voice and it's loud and you just have learned to ignore it because you've told yourself that it's not trustworthy. Choosing yourself is listening to that voice, is not dismissing it, right? And sometimes you're going to be in conversation with that voice. Sometimes you're going to ask that voice, okay, where is this fear coming from? What is it that we're afraid of? Is it that it just doesn't feel right to me? Is this in misalignment with one of my values? Is this asking me to deprioritize or do something unloving toward myself? Am I afraid of failure? Am I afraid of disappointment? Is this my inner critic? Right? And it often involves a conversation with that voice. It doesn't mean you're, you know, anytime you have a moment of doubt, you shouldn't follow through with something. But it means hearing that voice. Choosing yourself means being willing to pause and listen and have the conversation. And to not dismiss yourself just because it's your own needs speaking and those are less important than the needs of other people. Continuing to breathe in deeply through your nose and exhaling through your mouth. And as you think about whatever that moment was that you called to mind earlier, the moment of not choosing yourself, thinking one more time about what it could look like if a similar type of moment came up for you again now. What you might do differently after taking this time to reflect, making a commitment to yourself the next time that you are in a moment where you have an opportunity to choose yourself or to choose the needs and desires and preferences of someone else at the expense of yourself. What you will do to create that pause, to tune in and listen to that voice, to listen for that voice if it's one that you've silenced and learned to ignore over time. How you'll make space for that voice to be heard again. One final big deep breath in through your nose. And exhale out through your mouth. Remembering that at any time you can return to this place simply by closing your eyes and taking a big deep breath. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, please take a second to subscribe on your favorite platform, leave a rating or a review, and take a screenshot and share it on social media or with a friend who needs to hear a message like this one. I love the chance to hear from you and connect with you because it gives me the opportunity to remind you that you are worthy, worthy of wholeness and happiness and just good things. So send me the question or the topic that's keeping you up at night or that you just want to hear more about. You can send me a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Aubrey Henderson. 
and I can actually include any voice memos that you send me in the show, which I think is pretty rad. Or you can send a good old-fashioned written message from my website at aubreyhenderson.com. I'll see you next time, babes.